and this is life actually welcome back like wow we have taken a hiatus for a minute we're back (laughs) and ellie's back yay finally back to stay this time um i was so happy to come back for that little um birth story and i know that a lot of you really enjoyed that and i was so glad i could share that with you guys um but i'm actually back now for our regular programming yes and and it which is so so exciting because while i loved like doing solos and interviews which you can definitely expect more of I missed having you on Ellie like I miss our conversations I miss podcasting in here solos are super super fun but I really really missed you yes I'm glad you're back solos are fun because you can get your rant out but at the same time like our conversations are what carries the podcast I feel like yeah someone was just telling me the other day they said tell your friend that you do the podcast with she asked you the best questions on your pregnancy podcast I was like yeah we just bounce off each other really well we do I feel like we vibe really well together and I've definitely missed like your energy and I've just missed you and so I'm so happy you're back I'm sure that everyone else is like so happy to hear from you and I'm just glad that you're gonna be consistently back it's gonna be good Yes. And so I feel like in the spirit of all the time that we took off, we need to recap everybody a little bit. Oh, yeah. You start, Lily, because I feel like you have a a really good reason to be adjusting back into being in Louisville and have had some time off. Oh, definitely. I, I mean, I know I just talked to you guys. I guess it was right before I left for New York City. I recorded and posted. So, I mean, yeah, that was before I graduated. So, that was about a, was that a month? Maybe longer at this point that I graduated from college and... Yeah, I graduated super early, moved back home to Louisville, so back in the same city as Elle, which is fun, and it's definitely been adjust- an adjustment, but I love it. Now, this is definitely, for me personally, a very in-between phase of life um, because I am looking to move in the next year, but it also is just really comforting knowing that I'm not in Lexington and in college because nothing against it at all, but personally for me, it just I felt kind of like stuck there at times, and Elle, I yeah. know like you I don't want to speak for you but you kind of could feel this way too um just that my potential wasn't being maxed out there and that's just like wasn't where I was thriving and so I do feel like being home is definitely in between but I feel thriving and I feel good and I'm redoing my whole room which Ella I know you've I've been sending you like a few screenshots of things yeah of like hardwood paint whatever but yeah I am redoing my room and so it feels good and I've been in Lexington a couple times since I graduated And everyone's like, oh my gosh, do you miss it? Do you miss it? And I'm like, honestly, like, sorry for the disappointment, but no, I really, I miss my friends, but I don't miss school and I like don't miss being there. So all good things for me. I'm really, really happy. And um, Elle, I know you obviously have a huge update because you haven't been here in so, so long. So go on and dive into it. Yeah. So um, I feel like we've both just gone through so many changes in the past couple months Um, you were finishing up school and I feel like you had to like really focus in on school around the same time that I was about to have my baby like November ish would Mm -hmm. you say you like had to just put your nose down and get it done Mm -hmm. I feel like we barely even talked but we were just like okay not gonna record for a little while maternity leave starts when I go to the hospital and then boom we're not recording for a while okay and so you know coming back it feels so good but in all this time from November to now I have really just been doing a lot of the same things just loving on my baby and you know living the 
mom life, the stay-at-home mom life for a little bit, and um, I'll be going back to work and, of course, coming back to the podcast, which is super exciting. Um, But Lennon is two months old now, and he's thriving, and I appreciate all of your guys' comments and kind words. He is such a happy little baby, and he's doing so well, and he's so healthy, and we are so thankful for him. And really just adjusting to being a mom has been one of the most, like, interesting things for me. I feel like, you know, any change is going to feel kind of, what's the word? Like, you feel some tension, I guess, because you're, you're between, like, who you used to be and who you are now, and part of you wants to go back to who you used to be, and part of you wants to just propel forward into who you are becoming, and I feel like it's a little bit scary at times, feeling like, you know, everything's changing about me, Um, but it's also just, like, so much fun, and I feel like every day is busy, because every day I'm, like, working on who I am now, and I don't know, I know that sounds generic, but you probably feel the same way, because you're in that in-between phase of, like, you know, you were a college student, and who are you now? Are you, like, gonna do this? Are you gonna do that? And it just feels so different. Yeah. I feel like we both just have had big identity shifts. Like, me as of, you know, just recently, a college student to, like, a college grad, and you to, like, a mom. Like, we definitely just had big identity shifts. And, you know, with you, like, yes, you, you are going through a huge change right now, but honestly, I feel like, from the outside looking in like you are truly adapting so well you know and just adjusting to mom life and getting on your routine and I am just so happy for you to be able to like be adjusting so well and going to hot yoga and like doing all the things you know yeah Yeah. and none of it's perfect I could sit here and tell you all the things I wish I was doing but I think at the end of the day when you are in a transition period like Lily and I are she probably feels the same way it's a lot of adjusting. It's a lot of being easy on yourself and taking it slow. I feel like there's days where I'm like, why wasn't I in the gym today? Why didn't I get myself ready today and do my makeup? Why am I in my pajamas at 4 p.m.? You know, there's a lot of that going on for me. And I'm sure Lily has similar experiences with different things. Um, but when you're in a transition period, you have to give yourself grace. Mm-hmm. I totally agree and I just think you know change is a good thing like you are moving forward in life and you are moving on to the next thing or the next identity for a reason so just really really trying to embrace change and not push it away and not say oh my gosh I really miss who I used to be or like in my position you know I could sit here and be like oh I miss just like being a college student and being carefree and like going out and like doing all these things but like you know because like Ellie said there are times when you look back and you're like oh my gosh I do miss that you know but I just think that you really have to embrace change and focus on looking forward because looking back in the past and dwelling on previous things or dwelling on a previous version of yourself it's just not going to serve you and it's not going to get you forward and it's not going to get you anywhere so if you are going through an identity shift or a changing phase in your life look forward and look at the things that you have to look forward to you know don't look back and dwell on the past or just look back on the past and be thinking about it all the time you know I really do think that you kind of have to shift your mindset and shift your thinking exactly I feel like anytime I just like dwell on the past that's when I have a harder time moving Mm -hmm. forward I think you have to realize you know and this goes for any change this might be easier to 
to realize whenever you're doing a big life change. But I think a lot of times this time of year, people are making their resolutions and they're trying to change something about themselves, whether it's internal or external. There's something that they want to stop doing or start doing. And something you have to realize is that with change, you have to have grace for yourself and for the people around you. Because I think that it's hard for yourself to adjust to and it's hard for the people around you to adjust to. So like for me as a mom, for example, I feel like I have to be patient with myself because there's times where I might mess up or I might not know what to do. But I also have to be patient with the people around me. My friends, for example, they may not understand certain things and I have to be gracious with them because they don't know what it feels like to be in my shoes or they're not used to being friends with someone who's a mom. So there's just, there's a lot of that. And um, I feel like with New Year's resolutions, it's a lot of the same thing. And the reason that a lot of people give up on them, I think is because they aren't gracious with themselves. They kind of set this standard of, you know, I'm gonna go cold turkey January 1st, I'm gonna stop drinking, or I'm gonna start working out. And then once they mess up one time, or two times, then they just give up. And I feel like you have to be gracious with yourself and say, okay, I messed up this day, but just because I broke my streak doesn't mean I need to stop. I'm going to keep going and I'm just going to maybe modify or whatever. Or if you, like I said, stop drinking or something and people around you don't know how to handle that version of you that doesn't drink, be gracious with them. Be gracious with you if you decide to have a drink one night and it's not really what you were planning on doing you have to just be able to get back on the tracks no matter what other people say and no matter what you do that might be um, like that might have messed up your plan to change. Yeah, well, and it's almost like self-sabotage when you're yeah. not gracious with yourself and when you beat yourself up. I personally feel like when people don't reach their goals or, you know, when clients don't adhere to a plan that I give them, it's because they are sabotaging themselves and they already have this expectation of a past self that wouldn't achieve that. And so they think of themselves in that way, like, oh, I'm not good enough to achieve this or I can't do this. And, and, then if you do have an off day, you're like, oh, yep, right back to that person I used to be. And you're not gracious with yourself and you sabotage yourself because you're like, oh, yeah, I need to go back to eating my whole bag of M&Ms every single night because that's just the person I used to be and that's the person I'm always going to be. And I'm never going to be able to opt for the healthier option and be a healthier person. And you just, you really have got to be gentle. If you do have a whole bag of M&Ms one night, that is so fine. You wake up the next day and you adjust to it and you just eat healthier the next day you know you really really have to stop getting so down on yourself tearing yourself up over and over again like Lily why did you do that you knew you couldn't do this like you were not capable of this we all do it like we all have this like inner dialogue I feel like I know I do that tells me like that can where I convince myself like I almost like try to think of it as like not even myself this like inner dialogue that tells you oh like you can't achieve this like you're Mm -hmm. not good enough to do this oh yeah you're not going to make it to the gym today because of x y and z like and you really just have to kind of fight that and recenter yourself and just stop self-sabotaging yeah I think I totally agree I think yeah like I was saying I feel like a lot of it is just grace there's not really any other word for it like for example I've been trying to work out twice a day um for the past week and I'm going to be completely honest one time was I successful at it Other days, like I might have worked out once. Yesterday, I didn't work out at all. Like, 
it's not going to be perfect, especially when you have a whole different set of cards. You've been dealt like me. I am transitioning into the mom role, but I'm also making goals for myself. Like I said, working out twice a day. And so it's kind of hard to do both sometimes. And I think that once I realized that I had kind of messed up a few times, I could have just said, okay, I'm giving up. I'm just going to focus on linen and I'm just going to sit on the couch and watch TV all day long. But instead I was like, okay, you know what? It didn't work out yesterday, but I'm going to get back on the tracks today. And I went this morning and I plan on going tonight. And like, if I don't make it, then it's not the end of the world, you know, but you have to keep trying over and over and not just like letting it go and giving up on yourself necessarily, but like keep on trying for whatever it is that you want to do and whatever you want to get done. Because I think that if you can allow yourself the like freedom to mess up then you're less likely to mess up at least for me that's how it goes but yeah I think it's especially with new year's resolutions I think this is where people go wrong the most they aren't willing to give themselves a break whenever they accidentally mess up and I just think that that isn't a way to go and I've even told my sister before Um, we were talking about New Year's resolutions and I was like, I'm going to be honest, I don't really make New Year's resolutions because I feel like I'm constantly setting goals for myself and that kind of goes back to our micro goal podcast that we made um, several months ago. I just think like I'm constantly setting little goals for myself to um, reach and whenever I set really big ones for the new year and I try to just do the same thing every single day and not mess up, that doesn't really work out for me, so... I don't know. I'm not a big New Year's resolution girl. Yeah. Well, and I just think like when, because I, I, I don't think of them as New Year's resolutions, but I do set out like goals for myself to achieve. Yeah. Um, but the whenever I set those, I frequently check in like once a month. So it's almost like, okay, like, yes, it's a year goal, but it's more of a consistent goal that I'm checking in on like every single week or every single month. So it's not just like, oh yeah, New Year's resolutions. Let's see if I do it at the end of the year. Because (laughs) I think that's a big reason why people also don't stick to them is because you kind of forget about them. Okay. Like say your goal was to like drink three Stanley cups of water like that's kind of easy to forget about if you're not like seeing it every day or paying attention to it every day and so I would I wrote out like a whole new year's list like every single year and I like to keep it either on my night table or like in front of my mirror but I actually made my little new year goal guide planner for free you guys can go to my website www.lifewithlilhealth actually sorry it's www.lifewithlil.com and you can download it for free but I made that and printed it out and so I keep that on my pink clipboard like on my stand on my nightstand so I see it every single day and then I also have it like digital on my phone and so I think that like what really helps with adherence with that is just checking it every single day because you're right Elle I do think kind of New Year's resolutions can be kind of pointless if you aren't really checking in on it or keeping it as a consistent thing if that makes sense I do think that's a big reason why a lot of people fail I think too I use the new year I like how you use the word goals rather than like resolutions I feel like resolutions is like I said going to the gym every day and then you mess up and then you stop and that's why Mm -hmm. if you go to the gym January 1st you see a million people in there and if you go February 1st half as many people are there but I think that um that setting goals is a lot more effective because then you can kind of set out like little micro goals or steps to get you there. Like if your goal is by the end of the year to have established your website, maybe you can set a bunch of little micro goals 
um, each week or each month to help you get there. So like this month, I'm this month I'm gonna finish my colored template picking, and then next month I'm going to work on my logo and try to finish that, and then the next month after that I'm going to hire a web designer. I don't know. I'm just making that up, but you know, having those little micro goals. If your goal by the end of the year is Instead of saying, okay, my New Year's resolution is to work out every day, you could say my New Year's resolution is to be healthier by the end of the year. And, you know, one month you could work on getting in a good fitness routine, and maybe that takes you two months to kind of get down pat. And then the next month you could work on trying to drink more water or vice versa. You know, you can just kind of set it up a little bit at a time to keep yourself going with it rather than just setting a giant goal for the end of the year with no steps to get there. Yeah, well, and with my new year goal guide, I like to think back to create the system, not just the goal. And so whenever I create a goal, I'm not just like drink three more Stanley cups of water. Like it's like I in on my goal guide, I put this like, how are you going to get there? Okay, I'm going to drink half a cup as soon as I wake up at 6am in the morning, I'm going to drink half a cup like it's going to be by my bed the night before I'm going to put fill it up with ice cold water. And I'm going to drink half a cup by 9am. Okay, well, how am I going to keep myself to adhere to that goal? I'm going to put in my agenda drink a Stanley cup like on the side and like have to check it off because the checking it off thing is huge for me and just holding yourself accountable and again like I said before it's so important to see that goal because you would be surprised like how easy you can just forget about it like life is busy we are busy people it's so easy to just be like oh yeah I did have the intention of working out four times a week and trying a new workout once a month but I literally forgot about it right like life gets busy that happens and so I think whenever you create the systems you could create not only the goal but also the system how you're going to do it the accountability like approach to it um I think that that can really really help and Ellie I like how you were talking about going really micro into it and creating like a bunch of little micro goals throughout because I feel like that definitely can really help okay like February, this is my new goal that's going to help me ultimately get to this huge goal. Yeah. Because I do feel like a lot of New Year's resolutions are huge goals. You know, they're not like nitty gritty things like meet with my website designer. Like who's going to make that their year goal, you know? And so like it's going to be like launch my business or something. But I I do think, you know, you do have to have systems to get there. And so it is important to focus focus on the micro goals or the systems that are going to get you there. Yeah, because whenever your goal is... It's not that it's too big in general, but whenever it's too big for the the allotted time without a system, like Lily was saying, you're never going to complete it. But if you want to make a big goal, that's completely fine. And if anything, I think it's good. You just have to create that system, like mm-hmm. Lily was saying. Yeah. Um, and if you're... Type Your system might be different from Lily's. Your system might be different from mine. Like for Lily, she said she likes to make lists. I also really like to make lists. But that's not for everyone. I feel like there's definitely people who would make a list and then they would shut the notebook that they wrote it in and forget about it. And so if that's you and you know you don't do good with that, maybe you need to write it on your mirror. Maybe you need to set a reminder on your phone. Maybe you need to, you know, create like a... I, I don't remember the word they used, but this was in Atomic Habits. Um, but it's it's something about cues. That's what it is. Um, say you want to start uh, flossing every day. Well, your cue is brushing your teeth. Every time you brush your teeth, you'll also floss. Or, you know, if you want to start reading 10 pages of a book every single day, your cue is 
turning off the lights in your room. And then you remember every time I turn off the lights, I'm going to grab my book and go get in bed and turn on my little lamp and read my book. I don't know. I That's not necessarily the perfect breakdown, but sometimes the cues help better for people who don't do good with lists or yeah. that kind of thing. When I like how you talked about cues because the book Atomic Habits goes so into that nitty gritty. I know not all of you are going to read it or listen to it as an audiobook, but if you do kind of want to like learn more about that, that taught me so much about how to adhere to habits and yeah. honestly it's really helped me today. I still refer back to it. I remember when I read that book, I highlighted like I highlighted so much in my Kindle. So I think that, you know, that could be really, really helpful for you if you want to go even deeper. Um, So I do want to discuss a few of our individual goals. I think that would be fun to like talk about kind of like what we're focusing on. And I like to kind of think of my years as themes too and like give them a theme. Like, you know, I feel like this year is really like a theme of change for me and also a theme of like grinding for me. And so I feel like my goals kind of really resemble that. So Elle, if you want to like share a few of yours first and kind of your vibe for this year and like what you're going to do. Okay. This one caught me off guard, so I'm going to have to think. Okay. So I would definitely say my theme for the year is probably, okay, maybe I have like two. I would say definitely motherhood is going to be a big theme for this year. And then also... I don't know the word for this, but to put it into a sentence, kind of just believing that you are where you're supposed to be. Um, I was in yoga class the other day, and I've actually really been wanting to share this, so I'm going to go ahead and tell you. Um, I was in yoga class the other day, and this teacher that I had did a little guided meditation at the end of class, and she said, picture yourself on this train to wherever destination you want to go. And so just a little insight into my head, I was picturing myself on a train to Hawaii and she's like, you're going down the tracks and suddenly your train stops and you have to get off. And so you get off and you're waiting for the next train to come and you, she kind of just said, picture the air, picture everything that's around you. And then she says, the next train's here, you get on and you trust that this train is going to the destination that you're supposed to go. And so I just really liked that meditation because the first place I pictured was kind of where I would have seen myself in the next few years, somewhere warm and sunny, you know, doing maybe like teaching yoga or doing something like that or working on my nutrition um, counseling. But I feel like the train that I ended up on is kind of this like motherhood whole thing which I can also totally picture myself I could have totally pictured myself doing but it's just it's funny because I really needed that like lift that day of just feeling like I'm going where I'm supposed to be going and so that was kind of something I wanted to propel into this year is that you have to just trust that the path that you're on is taking you to where you're supposed to be and um So I just think that that's going to be something I really focus on this year. And as far as goals go, um, I'm just trying to get really, really micro and get back to the basics because I think straight off postpartum, I was pretty hypocritical 
of what I tell other people to do. Um, I tell everyone to make micro goals, you know, don't be hard on yourself. But I was so hard on myself and I was making huge goals and not achieving them. So this year I'm just trying really hard to go micro with everything. And I know that sounds basic, but that's my big goal is just break everything down to really small steps and set out to do the things I want to do. And um, overall, I'm trying not to overthink on them. I feel like there's a lot of, for me especially, there's a lot of thinking that goes on and a lot of um, wanting to do things. Like I'll say, oh yeah, I need to go pick up this from Walgreens. Oh yeah, I need to clean off my kitchen table. But instead of just getting it done right then, I just tell myself, oh, I need to do that. And then it piles up and then I don't do it. So yeah, I'm just trying to break things down smaller and also just set out to do what I want to do. I think that's really good though because I think it keeps yourself and it prevents you from feeling defeated when you set micro goals and you know your goal could literally be you know today get up and go do a 15 minute walk and if you've achieved that you know what I mean like instead of saying oh I want to be like I want to look like this or I want to feel like this or like huge goals I feel like that definitely will keep you motivated because it's not going to be as much like failure or you getting as down on yourself so I think that's really good and I like that yeah like I said before for me personally um my theme of the year is grinding and hustling I just started a business and um while I'm still in my dietetic internship it's I'm not really going pedal to the metal for marketing and I can only accept like X amount of clients a month because my days are honestly just so busy and so I can only meet with a certain amount of people throughout one week um but really just kind of putting a lot of energy into that and the clients that I am able to accept um and just making as big of an impact as possible like that's what I've always wanted to do and so yeah for the year my business is huge and also like I said I want to move so I just feel like honestly this year for me is just hustle and grind put your head down work blinders on like all the things I love to do and you know, when I say hustle, it's the things that I'm enjoying to do. Like I'm not forcing myself to pull a Gary V. Love Gary V. But like I'm not forcing myself to stay up 24 hours and work like who's all day Gary long. V? He's this guy who's like really motivational. I listen to him all the time because <laughs> I love the motivational. I like masculine like motivational energy. So okay, I love Gary Ed V. Milet, yes. Yeah. 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 I wish Ed um, Milet was my grandpa. See, I love Ed Milet, but I like the like go hard. Like it which Ed Milet is like, but Gary V's really good. Who is Gary V? Like yeah. you need to dive deep. I'm sorry to cut you off, but you no. have to dive deep because I don't think anyone on this knows who Gary V okay, is. Okay, but the thing is they probably don't know who Gary probably none of you guys want to know who Gary Vee is because he's very intense think of me on 20 million steroids Mm. think of me times like 2000 wow he's very intense like he's like you need to grind like you need to get it done which I love that energy I thrive on that I'm like let's go give me more of this yeah see I love this I'm like so I love that I'm into it look him up if you want to but yeah you're gonna you all are gonna be like Lily's so psycho but um back to what I was saying what was I even saying I just lost my train of thought. Oh, my business, grinding and moving. Moving is a huge goal of mine. I pretty much know where I want to move. I have it narrowed down to two cities. And so saving money for that once I can work my full-time job is huge. So my goals just have a lot to do with, like I said, I'm really kind of in that in-between phase right now of, okay, I just graduated. I'm not yet a dietitian. I'm kind of in this in-between phase. I'm in Louisville, but I want to move. 
So I'm very much, it almost feels like I'm at a halt. Like someone just said, okay, halt on what you want to do. But I'm like not letting that put me in a rut or stop me. I am still pushing right through it, still seeing clients, still like, you know, giving it my all, even though my internship like is not exactly where I want to be right now. Okay, that's no secret. So yeah, just really persevering. And, you know, I've talked to a lot of people that have actually Elizabeth, she was just on this podcast. And if you guys listen to that episode, you would know this. She was talking about how she got in a really bad post-grad rut because she moved at home, kind of doing the same thing that I am, saving up money to move. Um, But when you're kind of in that in-between phase and you don't have your own space and you're living at your parents' house and it kind of feels like you're in high school again, you can really just get in like, a rut and so I'm just trying to focus on staying inspired and not getting in that rut and keeping myself going so honestly Ellie maybe I should take your advice and do the micro goals I haven't gotten in a rut yet and I haven't been like sad yet so let's hope it doesn't get there yeah (laughs) I think I think we've talked about it till we're blue in the face but micro goals are just my favorite because Nothing feels better than doing what you want to do or doing what you say you're going to do. And so when you can just set a little goal and check that box, like it just feels so good. And I know I don't feel that it like, I don't know. I don't know where I'm, what I'm trying to say with this. But like, for example, if you want to, like for me, I know this might not sound like a micro goal for some people, but I'm already a really big water drinker. So like for me, this wasn't a very big goal, but you actually keep saying this Lily and it really was my goal to drink three Stanley cups of water a day same mine too really love yeah no that's because it's a gallon right pretty much yeah no it's 120 and 128 is a gallon but I've been trying to drink like a Stanley cup and then by the time I'm done with it it's usually like eight o'clock at night and then I have about eight more ounces throughout the night because whatever but anyways I already drink a lot of water so for me it was like kind of a micro goal to try to do that and I've been achieving it every day and I've been like so proud of myself even though it's just like a little thing and it's not going to like completely change my life, it makes me feel better and I love just doing it. So yeah, and like this is another micro goal, but something that makes me feel good and put together, making my bed every day. I didn't do it today, but I am usually a big like make your bed girl. I used to think it was so stupid and I definitely like kind of lacked a little bit postpartum because I was in my bed a lot of the day, but um, usually I make my bed every single morning and I just love having my bed made. So those are just like two little micro things, for example, that I've been able to like check off my list that make me feel so much better and cause me to have such a better day. And I'm constantly adding micro goals. And my big goal for the year, like I said, is to be a good mom and, and transition into my motherhood role. And I think that the little goals kind of like help with that. So No, I totally agree. And a little side tangent on the water situation. That is something that makes me feel really, really good. And I mean, that's why I made it one of my goals. Seriously, water, I feel like is one of the most underestimated things on the days when maybe my diet isn't the cleanest or I didn't work out, but I drink like a lot of water where I drink three Stanleys of water I still feel good and energized and healthy because I feel like water just gives me life like that sounds really cringe but it gives me energy it makes me feel alive um I feel like it even lifts my mood sometimes because it just makes me feel good and so a little side tip if you just really want to 
try to make an effort to feel good every day water I feel like is one of like the easier ones honestly Mm -hmm. to like do and just to make yourself feel really good and yeah I just I think also I am really trying not to be super super hard on myself this year too that's like another thing and you guys really really shouldn't either you know go easier on yourself because I personally am so so hard on myself so hard on myself like it's insane I have like really high standards for myself and so I beat myself up if I don't like achieve things or do things in a certain way and so you know like all of these goals we're talking about all these micro goals they are so great but like we were saying to avoid burnout or to avoid self-sabotage really really try to avoid beating yourself up about like a bad day or even a bad week honestly even a bad two weeks like really really avoid beating yourself up and just pick right back up and get right back into it you know even if now like we're what towards the middle of January right now we're right in the middle um if you are feeling like you set out with an intention for the year but already you know it's the second weekend of January and you're not really where you want to be or you're not like doing the things you want to do yet to get you to those goals or you're not acting on those goals don't beat yourself up you still have so much time and don't self-sabotage yourself just because the first two weeks of the year weren't exactly how you wanted them to go and then on the flip side of that if you haven't made any goals yet or any intentions um you know if you're not a person who likes to make certain specific goals I totally get that but even setting intentions if you haven't done that yet but you want to and you really want to work towards beneficial change in your life it's not too late do it in February if you want to reinvent yourself in June reinvent yourself in June like there's no one there's no ticking time bomb I guess that's the one thing that annoys me about New Year's resolutions is it feels like you have to get done by the end of the year there's like this strict time frame and you know I think you can always be making new goals and you can always reinvent yourself and Ed Milet like we were mentioning earlier that's something that he says the most the most highly effective and the most successful people are constantly reflecting on their goals daily not even just weekly daily and they're constantly setting new goals and they're constantly challenging themselves to be new people so if it comes February 1st and you want to reinvent yourself you want to make new goals guess what go for it be like there's this time thing where you can only do it January 1st or it only makes sense to do it January 1st like no screw that like do it when you want to do it and do it on your terms Yeah, if you're waiting till next year to set a goal because you messed up this year, um, hello, it's halfway through the first month of the year, so that's a really long time, and if you're just going to wait all that time to set a new goal, you're missing out on a lot of time that you could be working on yourself and a lot of time you could be making Mm -hmm. change. I just think that that's really silly, and like that's something I used to do when I was younger. I'd be like, oh crap, I messed up my New Year's resolution. Well, better luck next year like no so I really think it's important to just keep on constantly reflecting and trying to change and there is something special sometimes about like the start of a year or the start of a month or a start of a week so if you're motivated by that you can always start on a Monday or start on a Sunday or you can start on the first of a different month if that helps you to kind of prep for that like first of the week or first of the month then that's fine too just don't wait for next year because that's really far away. Um, But yeah, I just think that it's really important to use that energy that you could be beating yourself up with to channel it into the next day. Like I forgot to, I've been trying to read every day. Me and Lily kind of are doing a similar thing. 
like kind of our my own version of the 75 hard or yeah doing yeah that, that is yeah what I'm doing. you funny. told me you were doing it the other day and I was like oh I kind of want to do that and so I looked it up and I was like I'm just gonna kind of do my own version because it's I'm not working out in the ice cold no so. that's exactly the same thing I did whenever you said two workouts I was like oh I wonder if she's in 75 hard yeah yeah and so I kind of do my own version because like I don't know like I don't feel the need to like be that hard on myself I feel like I can get a lot more done whenever I just like set my own intentions so like what I've been trying to do is two workouts a day 45 minutes each if one of them is like an hour then maybe I and I only have time for 30 minutes for the later one then that's fine because that's still an hour and 30 minutes total like I just kind of do my own thing and kind of flow into it however it works for me but like the other day I forgot to read my 10 pages of a book and so I was like okay no problem I'll just read 20 pages the next day instead of being like okay I'm starting over like I know that that's the intention of the 75 hard and so like if you are die hard about it you're probably laughing right now but like that's not really what works for me like when I'm that hard on myself I give up and that's just me being honest so like for me I have to know that and I have to know that it's better for me to just continue and in edit and adjust things where it's necessary and you have to figure out what works better for you Mm -hmm. because if you're the type of person that like editing and adjusting just makes you weaker and makes you less likely to do something then that's not a good goal for you but if you are the type of person that being too strict about something makes things worse for you like me then that's probably better for you to just kind of tweak things yeah well and like perfect example of this me was 75 hard like I'll be honest I Instagram story about this so some of you may know this but I was getting severe nosebleeds. It actually started the night of your birthday. I was driving oh home and blood struck. Oh, that's like really, actually, I'm not going to go into that. I had a really, ah! I had a really, really bad nosebleed on the way home from Ellie's birthday. And in the car, I was like driving. It was horrible. Blood. Every, okay. It was just, it was really, really stop bad. Stop saying blood. I know. I like keep like, I'm like, I need to stop. It was really bad. Okay. And then I don't know what that triggered but ever since when was that like a week ago yeah I have been having severe nosebleeds and now they're kind of more I've just been getting a ton of nosebleeds and so basically there was a three-day stretch right after Ellie's birthday where they were horrendous and I was getting several of them and I was bleeding so much I was like nauseated and I was like Lily like you need to take one day from the gym because I've been doing two workouts like up until that point I was like so good about it and I was like you need to take a day from the gym and chill because I'm nauseated and I'm gonna like fall off the treadmill because I'm losing so much blood and so I did that and now like right after that I just got right back into it yeah. and I started my reading again I've been drinking my Stanley again like working out twice again like you really do have to like adjust and go right back into it and honestly I didn't really beat myself up for that either because like you said I'm kind of doing my own version of 75 hard so you know yeah people might be like oh my gosh it's not even 75 hard but it is honestly working for me really well and I've been feeling great because I've been getting to the gym every day yeah so it feels good like I'm not I wouldn't say oh I'm doing the 75 hard I completed the 75 hard so like it's not like I'm cheating and then I'm gonna go tell everyone I did it yeah I just really liked the 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 goals that the 75 hard set up so I kind of just you know stole those and and adapted them to what I want to get done every day Mm -hmm. and so it was important to to me to start working out for an hour and a half a day so like I said that can be broken up into one hour and then 30 minutes or that can be broken up into 45 45 or however I end up choosing to do it but like there just were certain things I really liked about that plan that like worked for me Mm -hmm. and 
like I said, check in with yourself if you're making goals, whether you're trying to do something like the 75 hard or if you even just have like a couple little things you want to get done every day. Check in with yourself and make sure that you are doing it in the way that's most effective for you, whether that's being extremely structured and hard on yourself about missing because for some people that's the only way they get things done or if you're like me and you just do better with a more gentle approach, then try that. I think most people that's usually what works better um, because being too hard on yourself just creates a lot of burnout and resentment and I think at the end of things like the 75 hard, you might just want to go and and do all the things that you couldn't do while you were on it just drink and all this crazy stuff so I just think you know you have to figure out what's going to work better for you yeah we always say that I feel like but it's a super important thing what works for me is not going to work for Ellie what works for Ellie is not going to work for me what works for me is not always going to work for you like everyone is going to have a different schedule, a different way of doing things that's going to work for them because we all have different personalities. We all have different like ways of thinking. You know, some things Ellie does might work for you. Some things I do, they might not like whatever, but you really do have to kind of experiment and find the thing that is going to make you the most successful to adhering to your goals. And that's going to make you feel the best, the way of eating, the way of working out, like whatever that is, like healthy habits that you want to do, whatever makes you feel good. You, I think kind of have to do some self-discovery in that area and just figure out what is going to serve you the best because like for example for me I'm not an evening workout girl now I kind of have had to be with 75 hard doing twice a day but like in the evenings it's like I'll walk and I'll sauna and like that's my ending workout but I'm I'm not a big balls to the wall workout like where you're going hard in the evening it's not me I just get exhausted I don't really focus well in the evenings whatever it's just not my favorite thing to do I know that about myself and so I adjust and I really really try to get all my workouts in before noon like every day I try to get it in before noon but then I have a friend who she is like evenings are the only time I can really work out and focus and get a good workout in so that's just a prime prime example of you've got to experiment and figure it out and no way is the way you have to do it or the correct way necessarily you know you just kind of have to figure out what is going to work for you yeah yeah for me like with working out two times a day I feel like I have to do one of them the morning period if I don't do one in the morning then they're not both going to get done so like yesterday was the day that I told you I didn't get both my workouts done and I swear like the not doing it in the morning just like ruined my motivation for the evening one because I was like I don't want to work out for an hour and a half straight like I didn't even get home until 10 o'clock at night because I had to run around and it's a long story but anyways I didn't get home until 10 o'clock and I was like I'm not working out until 11 30 right now that's not happening and so I just didn't work out yesterday and I think if I had done one in the morning it would have been really easy for me to just like do a little 45 minute walk on the treadmill or something that night but I didn't so I think you have to know yourself you have to know your boundaries that's the bottom line like I don't have to keep going on this tangent Mm -hmm. about what's happening for me because I feel like for you it's definitely something different but just know that you have to adjust for Mm -hmm. what works for you yes I think we really really hit that home because obviously it's very very important if we are expressing it this much and like really emphasizing on it this much so I think bottom line with this whole theme of this podcast you know micro goals number one we like hit on that so so much 
micro goals are so important and just keeping yourself accountable throughout the year and not just making this huge wide goal and then being aimless throughout the whole year and like being like oh well hope I look back on my calendar December 31st and hope I've achieved it like you know make the micro goals set the intentions month to month throughout the year finding what works for you and setting goals to have systems and keep you accountable and like we said just being really really specific with those goals um yeah yeah, you know I think that honestly sums it up Al do you have any more updates to give I don't think so. Is that good for you? I think the the only thing I was going to add is that your goals can evolve too. If you have a goal to drink three cups of water and that's too easy, then make it Mm -hmm. four. If it's too hard, make it two and then kind of ease into it. I think that's kind of the last thing I wanted to add on there because sometimes it's not even you. Sometimes it's the Mm -hmm. goal. Sometimes the goal you set just doesn't work. Yeah, like I said, just reinventing yourself if you want to reinvent yourself tomorrow if you listen to this podcast and you want to reinvent yourself or reinvent your goals your intentions go for it what are you waiting for guys life is way too short to sit here and just be complacent and not act on things when if you are sitting here listening to this right now and you're like I just feel the urge I want to feel better like I just want to feel happier I want to feel better go for it like there's just go for it like period end of story yeah in the spirit of change, with it being the new year, we're going to leave you with some book recs. So we already said Atomic Habits. I would also add on to that the power of less. I think that's what it's called. Wow. I need to. The power of more. Is it am I Power left? of less. No. Oh, no. okay. Sorry. But sorry. That, also, that one's really good. I haven't read it, but I would also say the power of one more. Yes. Ed Milet probably is amazing because I love Ed Milet. Just listen to his podcast also if you're not a book person. Oh, I love him His so podcast much. is amazing. Or even if you are a book person. But yes, the power of less or there might be the art of less. I'm pretty sure it's the power of less. And then also the power of one more. Both good. Atomic Habits. Great. Um, yeah, I think that's kind of my my biggest ones yeah so I had a few that I really really liked last year number one business is personal by Bethany Frankel she I consider to be like my like online mentor I love consuming her content she's so inspiring and her book just really really walks you through how to kind of be innovative and how to be a boss on your own even if you don't want to start a business necessarily or be an entrepreneur I think there's a lot of great life lessons in that book um and then how to win friends and influence people is a a great book that I read this year Ooh. all about like friendships and just kind of navigating friendships because communication and friendships can be so hard I feel like that's so underrated like a really underrated topic yeah. um and so I think that that's really really honestly important and then this is kind of a side um kind of more like a memoir but I think it really is one of those books that will broaden your perspective I'm a really big reader like if you can't tell but anyways they will really broaden your perspective and it's the girl with seven names a North Korean defector story that stuff I love to read things like that um but it really just opened my perspective to like how good we have it here and how many opportunities we have here and it just motivated me in the best way like okay Lily if this girl can do like all these things and literally escape North Korea like you can do anything you want here like stop limiting yourself and so random but I love that also you guys Elle I don't know if you have a Goodreads but um I have a Goodreads and you can follow me it's just Lily Whitley and I think it's linked in my Instagram bio and it's all the books that I like want to read currently am reading um and have read and so you can like look through all those and see all the recommendations and the different genres and all that 
Yeah. You should get one, Elle. Everyone's been asking about book recommendations, so I just felt it was good for us to leave you with those. Um, we'll list those definitely in the uh, links link them comment what's it the called? show notes the show notes whatever lily does okay. all that yep we'll add them there but i just think that you know for anyone with new year's goals sometimes it's also just nice to read do a little read along so yes well thank you guys so much for tuning in we are so happy to have you back l I'm, I'm so happy so you're back. I'm so glad I can say that. I will see you next week because I haven't been able to say that for a while. Yes, we will both, both of us, yes. will see you guys next week.